Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ, therefore, forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Welcome to Bible Bashed, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. Listen and enjoy this latest episode as Pastor Tim answers your sincere questions. Here's Pastor Tim. On this episode of Bible Bashed, we'll be answering the question, what is wrong with redneck culture? Now, uh, culture is simply the set of shared attributes, values, goals, and practice which characterizes a particular group of people. Uh, not all cultures are neutral. Uh, because of multiculturalism, we're trained to think that all cultures are essentially neutral and that we can't criticize any uh, culture at all. But uh, certainly no one would wish to live in a cannibalistic society uh, or a society where uh, rape was normalized. Uh, so th- there are different cultural practices that uh, a society can have that are fundamentally going to be destructive. And this is the case with any uh, culture that you're going to find yourself in. Uh, But that's not to say that all cultures are inherently neutral or all cultures are equally depraved. I mean, there are some cultures that are so evil and so wicked that God has uh, essentially acted in instantaneous judgment over those cultures. I'm thinking in particular of the cultures that were associated with Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, And and whenever, uh, you know, the iniquity of a particular culture uh, reaches its climax, God will inevitably act in judgment and conquer that particular society or nation. Uh, the, you know, the Bible describes God acting in judgment as in, uh, vomiting out the inhabitants of the land, and God will do that to whatever nation fails to honor him in its ways and its practice, practices and its habits and its culture. So uh, culture is not neutral. We have to look at the Bible and we have to compare what we find in a particular culture with what we see in the Bible, and one of the things you're going to find is that there are many destructive elements. Uh, you know, as we do that, to compare a culture to what you're going to find in the Bible, there are many destructive elements of what might be described as redneck culture uh, that are going to be the types of things that the Bible does uh, criticize in one way or another. Now, Thomas Sowell in his book *Black Rednecks and White Liberals* essentially argued that what has come to be known as 
uh, black culture or authentic black culture was essentially uh, southern redneck culture that was packaged in a unique way among blacks. Uh, so there was an intellectual movement in the 60s essentially to uh, go uh, to identify uh, blackness, true blackness or black identity with this southern black redneck culture and, and all the uh, negative characteristics that came from that. And, and Thomas Sowell uh, believed that that to be uh, uniquely problematic in that before that, uh, one of the things that many people thought was in order to help blacks get ahead and to overcome some of the damaging effects of uh, slavery and everything else, but one of the things that uh, many people understood, and, and if you, you just read through his book and you think about some of uh, examples from history at this point, uh, there was um, essentially... Um, a, a, a many schools that thought that in order to help black people get a, get ahead in the world, you had to essentially change this uh, southern black redneck culture because it was this southern black redneck culture was which was essentially standing in the way of black advancement in the world. And there were schools at the time that were devoted to doing this, and a lot of the you know, early African. Uh, early uh, black success stories as far as education was concerned was uh, due to the fact that white educators came along and uh, took uh, blacks and fundamentally went to war against this black redneck culture and tried to change that culture and help uh, them to uh, fit in with society and uh, not only fit in with society but adopt the kind of practices and habits that are necessary in order to be uh, actually successful in the world uh, but then the problem is that when, when uh, the this intellectual movement in the 60s essentially solidified black redneck culture as what it meant to be authentically black then what happened is that that uh, what it meant to be authentically black was beyond any kind of critique at that point and so basically um, uh, this movement uh normalized black redneck culture didn't consider it to be destructive and didn't consider it something to go to war against and, and try to fight and then now that has become uh, what's known as authentic and true blackness and, and so that's why there's many people who essentially reject southern black redneck culture like Ben Carson or Bodie Bauckham that kind of thing uh, they essentially reject that Southern black redneck culture, uh, but then, or, you know, Larry Elder, <laughs> uh, those kind of individuals, but then they're going to essentially be called Oreos. They're going to be called, you know, black on the outside, but white on the inside, because we are living in a society right now that we have to praise black redneck culture. Uh, but then the point, the, the point there that Sowell was making, the point that is actually true is that black redneck culture or redneck culture in general are fundamentally instructive uh, in in many ways, and so, um, in order to talk about like the destructive elements of uh, black redneck culture, let's talk about destructive elements of redneck culture because both of those things can be true at, at the same time. Now, there's different. There's a difference between being southern and being a redneck, uh, and there's difference. There's a difference between being an intellectual or being an edu a formally educated person and being a knowledgeable person. Uh, and so, uh, so uh, w one of the things that you have to do is you have to, as you're trying to uh, interact with redneck culture in general, is you have to be able to make certain distinctions between being Southern, having a Southern accent and being a redneck or uh, in those kind of things. And so uh, the things that are typically associated with redneck culture are often, and, and there's some overlap there. I'm not trying to say that these are uh, um, 
categories that have no overlap. But typically what's associated with redneck culture is a, a kind of laziness. Uh, what's, what's associated with uh, redneck culture is a lack of hard work. Uh, what's associated with redneck culture is a... a Redneck culture is often profoundly anti-intellectual, and when you interact with Southern uh, rednecks, one of the things that you're going to find is that there is this uh, cultural pressure within redneck kind of culture to uh, uh, basically discourage individuals from book smarts and learning and reading and such. (laughs) And so an individual who tries to speak proper English, who uh, is surrounded by Southern rednecks, uh, again, there's a difference between being Southern and Redneck. Uh, but that kind of person is going to be discouraged. Uh, that kind of person is not going to be encouraged to aim very high in life. Uh, you know, That kind of person is not going to be encouraged to try hard, to practice delayed gratification. I mean, I, I've worked in delivered appliances before, and I've, I've taken, you know, appliances into the ghetto after, you know, tax season, after refund season comes. And, you know, I've taken uh, plenty of, you know, several thousand dollar refrigerators into the ghetto or into you know the trailer park and uh, essentially seen that you know the ghetto and the trailer park are often covered with filth you know you're bringing a, a, a very expensive appliance into a place that doesn't really match and you know that that appliance is going to be basically covered with the same level of filth and dirt and grime and bugs that all the rest of the house and our trailer is going to be covered with in just a short amount of time. And so um, there are pathological elements in that. And there's a kind of insecurity that comes within redneck culture along those lines too. And so if there's any, anytime an individual basically uh, tries to speak proper English or tries to read or tries to learn or do well in school, there is this uh, kind of um, uh, indignation that can come from within these kind of subcultures to where the individual who's doing that thinks he's better than everyone else and thinks that he is somebody and you know trying to be someone and, and that kind of stuff uh, and, and like uh, there's this kind of insecurity there that's present too where I, I can't re- tell you how many times that you know I've heard a redneck who can barely speak English uh, basically looking around the world and saying you know these liberals think that we're so dumb and everything else and it's like well I mean you could help the issue by just basically making yourself knowledgeable about the subjects that you're talking about and learning to speak proper English <laughs> so like uh, you know in order for any kind of society to function you have to have individuals who have the ability to communicate with each other and and you know there are ways to present yourself as being respectable in the world as a person to be taken seriously and there's ways to present yourself as an individual to be overlooked and diminished and you know if you are to adopt all the classic uh, trappings of redneck culture you might find that not only are you anti-intellectual but you're not presenting yourself in a very respectable way and if you want people to take you seriously then you might want to uh, try to adopt uh, some of the values and some of the practices that are not just mainstream but are necessary for uh, success in life in general so um, now um you know, when you think about like redneck culture, there are things about it that are fundamentally destructive. So redneck culture is destructive in that it's anti-intellectual. Uh, redneck uh, culture is typically destructive in that it doesn't practice delayed gratification. So as I'm talking about you, like in redneck culture, there is this uh, emphasis on games and sports. And so, uh, you know, for sports and games and fun and entertainment and destructive practices and habits, um, 
Yeah. Uh, there's hair trigger violence that's present within destructive uh, within a destructive redneck culture, uh, to where uh, you know if an individual uh, disrespects you, that might turn into a fight. It might turn violent. Uh, might end up people getting killed in a territorial way. Now, typically, there's uh, you know. Uh, a lot more violence in redneck culture and uh, criminality and drug use that are present in redneck culture. But then uh, one of the things that Thomas Sowell is essentially saying is that uh, black redneck culture is the same as redneck culture along these uh, regards. And that's uh, fundamentally uh, black redneck culture came from white redneck culture, which, I mean, it really doesn't take a whole lot of um, understanding or knowledge to understand how these things could be. Uh, considering the slave trade in the South and the location of it and everything else. But then one of the things that's happened is that uh, there are f- some fundamental problems with that as it relates to a biblical view of the way that the world actually works. And so uh, when you think about the way the world actually works, the Bible doesn't necessarily encourage individuals to pursue being educated, but certainly you can't read through the book of Proverbs or, uh, or wisdom literature in the Bible without seeing the importance of knowledge uh, so uh, Christians should be those who uh, love knowledge, who are seeking to learn, who are not you know, fixated on entertainment. Uh, Christians should be those who uh, want to desperately want to know God. And the only way to know God is to learn how to think and learn how to argue and learn logic and reason uh, and l- learn critical thinking skills and not just learn to emote and, uh, uh, and just, you know, uh, basically respond in an emotional way and so uh, the bible would definitely commend to us knowledge Uh, i mean you can look up the word knowledge in the bible and you're going to see that i mean that word shows up hundreds and hundreds of times in the bible so um uh you know i'm looking up 158 verses just pulling up the word uh knowledge right now uh the times that that shows up and so the bible does commend to us wisdom uh, knowledge and wisdom uh, and learning, it doesn't necessarily uh, promote uh, uh, what you might describe as the secular pagan education system, which, you know, I think that there are fundamental problems with that. Uh, but at the same time, this hostility that redneck culture has to knowledge and information and learning, uh, that is a destructive element of the culture. Um, and, and so when you think about uh, all the principles you're going to find in the Bible, go to the you know, go to the ant, you sluggard. You know, the ant uh, lays up food uh, in the winter for the summer. Uh, you know, having no chief. <laughs> you think through all of these things, like the sluggard was only going to lead to poverty. A slack hand will lead to poverty. Um, you, you just like, think about a biblical view of the world, a biblical view of wisdom. And what you're going to find is that uh, much of what you see in Southern redneck culture is going to be hostile to wisdom and knowledge and learning in uh in almost every single way and that's true of black redneck culture that's true of white redneck culture also and so uh so like there um we we have books in the bible of proverbs that tell us how to get ahead in life and how god generally works in the world and we would do well to learn to read those things and to apply those things and if we do then you know you can't just be like a you know a wholehearted redneck in some kind of uh, unironic way uh, and be the kind of person that the Bible is trying to uh, make you to be. So, I mean, it's impossible to be a Christian without devoting yourself to uh, hard work and learning and de- delayed gratification and being a peacemaker and, uh, you know, 
these these sorts of things. And so when we think about like the idea of these destructive cultures, one of the things we need to realize is that in order for anyone to get ahead in the world of any kind of skin color, there are certain priorities and values that you're going to have to adopt. And these priorities and values might be hostile to the identity that you know certain white southerners take and these priorities and values the bible encourages to produce who also might be hostile to uh, the kind of identity that uh, mainstream american culture right now is trying to shove upon blacks so if we want, want to honor the lord we might uh, need to look at our culture and uh, look at our culture with more uh, serious eyes and, and see the problems that are actually there that are keeping us from faithfulness This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go...